You only have one pet peeve. Dude, I just got one this week. That's it. One pet peeve. You want to hear it? Yeah. It's when you're... During the holidays, especially here, because, dude, we got the snowboard snowbirds coming into town, right? Yep. You go to Costco, and it's always Costco. Sam's Club doesn't seem to get as busy. And it's like a zoo in there. And people walk around like they're the only person in the store. <laughs> That's my pet peeve. You're like, come on, this is like high traffic, man. It's like you're on the road. Stay on the right side. Quit cut, trying to cut across lanes. <laughs> I get it. We're slow speed here, but we don't want no head-on collisions. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You got to pay attention. We're at the store. They're not paying attention to the people behind them either. No, not they're at like, all. My pace. <laughs> There's some people walking I'm gonna so cut you slow. off. You're like, bro, I'm just trying to get around you. And then they like scoot over. They don't even know that they're staying right in front of you. It's so funny. So, so, um, which Costco are you talking about? Okay. My favorite Costco to go to, go to is the one on Country Club. Yeah. Because nobody goes there because they think it's in the ghetto. And so it's less busy. It's a less busy one. Right. But you're talking about the one off the 202. And you, go, you go to the one off the 202. That one's busy. You go off the one by um, on Sossaman. Dude, that one's real busy. Is it? Yeah, that's by all the retirement communities. <sighs> okay. You, you know you know those people are going there for the mystery lunch. That's what I do for lunch. <laughs> mystery. Yeah, man. You just go hit up the samples. You're like, ooh, what am I having for lunch today? It's a little a la carte. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want off that menu. Um. <laughs> Did, oh, I tell, Costco. Did I tell you the other day I went to Costco for the mystery lunch? I just getting the samples. That you know? was really your lunch. It was really my lunch. Okay. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to get a hot dog. So I go in line to get a hot dog. The lady's like, are you getting a hot dog? I was like, well, I, I don't know. I was thinking maybe getting a pizza. She says, oh, I just ordered mine. I accidentally pushed the button twice because they have those checkout kiosks. Self-checkout, so yeah. Like, Do you want it? I was like, yeah, I feel like I just won the lottery. <laughs> I got a free hot dog, man. What a sweet lady. She's super nice. Was it a hot dog combo? Yeah. She could you a drink, too. Yeah, dude. Oh my gosh, dollar fifty. You can't spend that in any better way. No. No, dude. That was a good lunch. Yeah. And a free lunch. We got Veterans Day coming up, by the way. Yeah, we do. Um, And and I uh, was, was driving, and there was a, a man on the side of the road asking for money. This wasn't like any person you've seen peddling. You know what I mean? This guy's like, he looked like your regular grandpa. Okay. Super clean everything about him he had a veteran's hat on you know what i mean and i thought it was the weirdest thing okay but it didn't bother me so i was pulling up and i had some extra water bottles and i said here take a water you know i don't have money because i'm broke but i had a water (laughs) and he said thank you god bless and i was just like that is the coolest little guy you know standing out there because he's just he's hustling yeah you know he's just doing his best and i don't know what his situation is um, I don't even know. Maybe I didn't even read a sign. Maybe he's just saving money for the grandkids to take them to Disneyland. I didn't even look. Yeah. But um, anyways, proud of our veterans, you know, and, and, and all the service they've given us. Me so. too, man. And I do feel bad when I see people on the side, and I really struggle of giving them something or not. Like every once in a while, I will give somebody on the side of the road some money. But I also feel like it's better to donate it to an organization that helps them get on their feet so they're not just stuck on the streets panhandling the rest of their life. Like, get them into a place that's going to give them shelter, that's going to help them get cleaned up, get get them a job, that type of thing. It's probably better to do that. But sometimes it's just hard. You just, you just see the right person, you're like, man, I just want to help them out. Right? Yeah. 
He's like, hey, here's a couple bucks. I saw this. I saw there's a YouTube channel. I mean, uh, what's it? Not YouTube. What's that other one? Instagram. Instagram. There's yeah. an Instagram channel this guy has where he started doing DoorDashes, and the whole purpose of his DoorDash is to give back to the community. So all the money he makes in DoorDash, he gives to homeless. And so he goes up to people and says, hey, he doesn't say, here's money. He says, what do you need? And then they tell him, hey, you know what? Really, all I need is this. All I need is this. And I'm like, all right, I, I just need a sweater. Dude, it's cold. All right, I'm going to go into Walmart. I'm going to grab you a sweater. He's like, what size? So you go grab him a sweater and bring it back. But all the money he makes doing the DoorDash on the side is his giving back money. That's cool. Yeah. That's actually really cool. It's a cool little. So I, I follow a couple of people on YouTube, actually, where they go and give money out and they're filming it and that kind of stuff. Um, and I think it's really cool. Like, like they'll give some people, they'll act like they're homeless, and the first person to give them money, they're like, hey, here's 500 bucks. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, that type of thing. Um, and some people in the comments are like, man, this is so stupid. You're trying to make money off of being charitable. That doesn't even count. And I'm like, I actually like it. I think it's cool that, first of all, they're giving an example to other people of something nice you can do. I don't care if they're seeking for attention. Like, you're doing something nice, and you're promoting good. And I think we need more of that in the world. Like, people that complain about people promoting good is just stupid. And second of all, it kind of inspires me to want to be nice yeah. and do good. I mean, we're getting, like, into the holiday spirit. It's, like, the time to do that, right? It's perfect. Yeah. I'm glad we're talking about this, right? This is perfect. Like, Thanksgiving. Yeah. We got Christmas coming up. Hey, um, and you notice, well, maybe I don't, but it feels like people's... Moods change a little more towards Christmas, too. A little more cheery. I think so. A little happier. Yeah, you'd run into those people when you're at the store, and it's just, like, freaking busy. And it's kind of annoying, and people are annoyed. But everybody's a little more peppy, you know, a little more smile. Yeah, just a little more understanding. Yeah. I think so. And I, I think we need more. I need more of that in my I life, I think Arizona's a, a, a nice place. Um I'm sure we could pull up an article like we do, and it'll say, "Hey, Arizona's most grumpy state <laughs> in the top 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 20." <laughs> but I feel like all around we're pretty nice. The only people who are kind of grumpy here are those who have moved from out of state. Like, but people who are born here, grow up here, it's a little different. Yeah, I agree. I think we have nice people here, which is kind of nice. Um, Ooh, okay, grumpy estates. I got it, buddy. <laughs> I got it. Uh, I don't know that this counts as a state, but it's listed here. Here we list all 50 states from the grumpiest to the happiest. This is on rewardexpert.com. <laughs> who knows I, how reliable I know this who is? I the happiest already. <laughs> I already know the happiest. I don't know the grumpiest. Grumpiest. DC. Oh, yeah. So that's why I say I don't know that that that's counts as a state, state, but politics makes sense. Grumpy. Grumpy people out there, man. Number two is Colorado. Oh, here's here's Arizona. The second grumpiest is second Colorado. Second grumpiest, dude. Wow, I've, everyone I've met from Colorado is pretty cool. Arizona's number five. <laughs> Top five go. grumpiest. I, I told knew you, it. You were right, man. We're up there, man. <laughs> I feel like everybody's pretty polite, though, for the most part. Yeah, for the most part, especially driving. I don't know. I feel like I feel like like when, when we're coming in, you know, two lanes are turned into one. Uh-huh. Everybody really understands. Hey, every other car, just let them in. Even if you get those cars that just pass everybody to get into that one small lane, everybody just lets them in. Yeah. And I feel like there's none of that, like, maybe you're in your, under your breath, you're like, yeah, a little pump. But it's just an unwritten law. Hey, every other, we'll just go through here. The the happiest state, so it's 50, 51 on the grumpy list. LA, that's Louisiana, right? 
Louisiana. Louisiana is the happiest state. Interesting. That's not what I thought it would be. Isn't that wild? Where is Hawaii? Because I thought Hawaii was up there somewhere. It's H-I. 27, right in the middle. Huh. Okay. It's funny where the polls, like, how do they figure <laughs> this stuff out? I don't know how they figure it out. I know nobody asked me. Like, I didn't get something in the mail saying, hey, are you grumpy? Exactly, <laughs> like, right? So I don't know how they figure all that out. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, man. But you know what? Google knows. Google knows who's Google, happy. Google knows They're everything. always listening to us. Have you ever done something, like, where you either gave something to somebody or you... Uh, served somebody or did something like that and they didn't know about it you did it kind of anonymous anonymously yeah. and uh how was that it's good it feels good huh yeah yeah it's fun my kids love it's it super fun it's like so, one of the funnest things though um well now it's hard with the with the ring doorbell and all those video recordings outside everybody's thing so my kids when we do something like that they'll put on masks and hoodies and it's so funny the way they think that Nobody's going to find them, but yeah, I know that's, that's fun to do that. Yeah. Uh, the other day we were driving through, you know, everybody does this. It's nothing special, but we were driving through McDonald's and we paid for the people behind us. Oh, it's yeah, always cool. funny because it's just like, then how much is it? To, to me, it's like, how much is this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, hey, I'm just going to cover there behind us. There was two people. I was like, I think I could do this. And then it ended up being like 15-something bucks, which was more than I expected. But I was like, all right, cool. I, know I already committed. Let's go. So, I, and, then, and then it hits you. Like, like you're the person. You're like, oh, cool. I'll pay for the person behind me. And their bill's like 30 bucks. <laughs> like, never mind. I'm not going yeah, to. Yeah, you know what? Just Thank stop. You. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> $30 at McDonald's. <laughs> oh, it's funny, man. <laughs> that is fun, though. Yeah. Yeah, I remember this one time... Uh, paying for something for somebody and they didn't know like it was a I was at like a doctor's office and it was somebody I knew walked in I was like oh cool and I heard the doc- the the lady at the desk saying how they had a balance and I knew they were kind of struggling so after they left I went and paid for for their balance wow and it was that's impressive it was like one of those things where it's like I don't know if I have the money for this yeah but I feel inspired to do it so I'm gonna do it and guess what we ended up fine yeah and it felt really good, and that person never knew, as far as I know. I like that story. I don't trust doctor's offices. They're like, yeah, we'll charge you, yeah. and then they still charge I, the guy. I trust doctor's offices <laughs> like I trust a gas station attendant. Like, I don't trust a doctor's office. I got an experience with that, by the way. So we took my kid to the ER um, a couple months ago. She was struggling with some pain in her stomach and we thought is this appendicitis we don't know so my wife's like take her i was like okay fine take her turns out it was not appendicitis it was simply a really bad bladder infection that she had but we're at the er and we do cash pay typically so i ask them okay what do i owe you and they gave me said like two thousand five hundred bucks i was like smokes yeah exactly Exactly. (laughs) I was like you just checked her out real quick can we get like a discount they're like well you could apply for access I was like look I make too much money to 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 get access but not enough to afford health insurance (laughs) health insurance right so 
they're like, well, if you pay tonight, you get a 10% discount or whatever it was. I was like, okay. That's nice. 250 bucks off. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> I was like, here's the, here's the card. Put it on the credit card. Paid for it. And I said to the lady specifically, now this is it, right? She said, you may get a doctor's bill because the doctor's billed separate from the hospital, but this should be it for the hospital. How long were you at the hospital? We were there for probably an hour. $2,500. Amazing, right? That's amazing. And so I left. I get a bill in the mail about a month later for $3,600 from the hospital. So, of course, I ignore it. (laughs) Right. Same mine. I already paid it. They call me up and say, you owe this money. I said, what are you talking about? I paid. Well, yeah, but we have the right to change the charge at any time. I was like, okay, can you tell me why you changed the charge? Oh, I don't have that information. What led to it being changed? Because I was told I was good. They had no reason why. I said, so you can't tell me why I'm being charged extra? No. So that's like me going to the store, picking up my groceries, and then the grocery store later saying, hey, um... That's going to be an extra 500 bucks. Yeah, inflation, sorry. And they're like, and then you ask them why, and they're like, oh, I don't know. And she said the same thing. Well, you can apply to access. And here's the, here's the game they're playing. Mm-hmm. They know, hey, if you apply to access, they're just going to we'll pay get more it. money. Yeah, we'll yep. get more money. Yep. If you have insurance, the insurance company is just going to pay it because it's just yep. what we charge. That's how they get more money. Yeah. And, and I was talking to the lady. I was like, this has got to be a really tough job for you. Like, just calling people, tell them they owe more than what they've already paid. We change the bill randomly with no reason. We can't tell you anything that's different in, in any of it. And she's like, yeah, well, sorry. <laughs> I like how you break it down and go to the real human mode. Yeah. Instead of just being like, you know what, F you. You're like, hey, this job probably sucks. <laughs> you know? And and how many people are yelling at you? She was like, I'll make sure to put notes that they, that you were told it was all covered. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. I appreciate that. I'm, I'm, and I said, and I'm not going to pay the difference right now. You guys can send me to collections if you need to. What happened? What's the she future? She said, okay, I'll let them know. What's happened? Nothing? I was like, I can't afford it. Are this. we in the middle of it? I can't. Yeah, we're in the middle of it. Oh, okay. I was like, I can't give you an extra thousand bucks. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what this is for. Right. I paid you guys. We confirmed. Yeah. This is it? Yes, this is it. Okay. And now, obviously, that was gonna, verbal. Yeah. But. You're going to add random stuff to my bill? Did you get the doctor's bill? Uh, I think my wife did get it, yeah. yeah. Okay, let me ask you this. This is a banner. I guarantee you read a banner. No, I wasn't. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah, you would think so, right? Yeah, but because no. banner is the one that always tries to pull one over on us. Always. And we had a... Um, we just had one the other day. My wife went to an urgent care. They said, you need to take... Right when she got to the urgent care... Hey, you need to take him to the to the hospital. This isn't something we could take care of here. Okay. We don't have the equipment. And so she said, okay. She's like, we're not going to charge you anything. Okay, cool. She That's left. Cool. We get a bill from the urgent care. 300 something dollars for your visit. And I'm like, well, you said you weren't going to charge us anything. Three, you owe us 300 something dollars. Yeah, you know? because it's the he said, she said. Because they can just change the bill anytime. How insane. Yeah, you got to so, get everything in writing. So and with me... They don't tell you the prices up front. They don't tell you what they charge for each procedure or anything like that. They'll just make it up afterwards. Which is insane. Yeah. Here's what's crazy. $2,500 for an hour. 
when you go have a baby, we've we've had babies cash paying. Yeah. It's usually twenty five hundred dollars for like twenty four hours. Sure. Now it's, there is a difference between an emergency room, like I get okay, it. Okay. They're gonna charge a premium because it's an emergency, right? But it is a lot. I mean, that's not Here's, justifying that cost. To 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 make it even worse, why are these insurance companies allowing themselves to be charged so much money? Because obviously yeah. the insurance companies pay that. I am I am confident that it's a corrupt system and they're getting kickbacks. I don't know enough to tell you how this works. I don't. I know just enough to make it myself angry. That's about it. <laughs> But I am confident that these insurance – and this is why certain hospitals will take certain providers mm-hmm. over others. True. But the insurance company says, hey, you take our insurance, then give us a kickback of what you charge. Oh, you think it's that kind of dirty. 100%. Yep. Pretty dirty. Yep. So everybody's taking a little piece of the pie. Passing back oh, and yeah. forth. Yep. So then the hospital can say, oh, yeah, I'll charge you $5,000. They give – certain amount back to the insurance company the insurance covers something else you know they have their ways for sure and that's the problem that nothing's transparent with it right so you know you want to do healthcare to cover everybody because everybody should be taken care of when they're sick or you know you don't want somebody to just die over a simple procedure that could be performed just because they don't have enough money that makes total sense but it it needs to be more transparent yeah Otherwise, they're just going to keep taking advantage of people by this convoluted system. This podcast has changed. Man, <laughs> this got pretty deep. <laughs> but like I said, I don't know enough of it, the intricacies of how that really works. Yeah. Just enough to make myself angry. <laughs> well, it's frustrating. It is frustrating. It is frustrating because my insurance costs have gone up tremendously over the last few years, which is why we do a health share ministry thing right we do that christian health care thing ministries yeah yeah which is not official insurance but it helps us cover things and luckily my family's fairly young and we don't have anything super catastrophic going on right um but if i were to pay for regular insurance it's going to be like 1600 bucks 2000 bucks a month yeah which which is very hard to afford yeah for something that i very rarely use it's like i can't i can't it's like insurance or groceries Mm-hmm. That's the choice. And like I said, if I tried to do access or whatever, not everybody can go on the government thing. They can't afford that either. Right. So it's a weird situation. Yeah, that's one of those. It's broken. Oh yeah. Like, don't don't judge me here, but um, uh, when when I go to the grocery store and it says, "Would you like to donate to Phoenix Children's Hospital?" It's not that I don't care about the children. Yeah. Or the situations. And Phoenix Children's is a great hospital. Mm-hmm. But when I think, why am I donating when they're making so much money off insurance? That's a whole. That's how they make money. And when I see the buildings they're building and how nice they are, I'm like, I'm struggling over here to, to I can't even paint my house. Yeah. And they 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 painted their house. They're painted their hospital a billion times. So. Why would I donate my money to them when I'm trying to take care of my own family? I don't know. It's hard for me to, to justify that. Yeah, that's... I've, because I've they're never, making money in their own way. I've never thought of that. I don't know that uh, Phoenix Children's is a nonprofit. I don't know what their setup is. Yeah, I don't know either. 
But they're always, Phoenix Children's always the one at the checkouts, right? Yeah. So, anyways, I have a hard yeah. time with that. Sometimes I, I do. You know, and I, it's and easy I, to do, but when you other times that, I'm just, I think about it, I'm just like, huh. Yeah, when you say that, I think, uh, maybe I'd prefer to donate to, like, an individual family, right? Like, I got a, a good client and friend, uh, Chet Christmas, who's had a daughter die from cancer. Very young. Super sad. But I'd rather give my money to them than to the hospital. Right. Someone local that you know. Yeah. And you know where that money's going. I mean, yeah. I don't know where that money's going. Are they buying a teddy bear with it? Are they, you know, yeah. like I said. But to an individual family that I know where I see them working and struggling to, to make ends meet. Yeah, I'll give you I'll give you the donation and right. and you spend it however you want. I don't I don't even care where they spend the money because I just know they're using it to live. Where it's the hospital, I have no idea. Which is which also brings me to another point. Which which GoFundMe is a great idea. Uh-huh. The problem with GoFundMe is they take a chunk of that. Which yes, that is a problem, and they need some money to operate and and run the system Correct. that allows people to transfer the money. Are they taking too much? You're saying? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just bringing that up. That's another point where where you can, you could give hundred dollars to GoFundMe account and only you know fifty seventy five dollars goes to that person versus me handing it to them. Here's a hundred bucks. Sure. Now here's another thought on this that I heard that that's got me to think about these things a little differently too. Is how much are we willing to pay like star athletes? A lot, millions of dollars, right? And they entertain us. And I'm happy to pay for the ticket to go and see them or to watch them on TV and they earn the advertising money. It's fine. They bring that value. I'm good with them making that much money. Or a musician. You have a concert. You make a million dollars. I'm good with that. doesn't bother me at all. Now, how much are we willing to pay somebody who saves lives? <laughs> right? So, for example. <laughs> this is wild. You, you have these charities. Yeah. Like like the breast cancer awareness or whatever. People got real upset that, that some of the executives were making millions of dollars. They said, no, that money needs to go to solving cancer. But those executives raised millions upon millions of dollars in it. research for breast cancer. Right. Right? Are, is that not valuable? Should we not reward them for raising that m- amount of money? <laughs> it's so hard, huh? Isn't that weird? Because otherwise, the alternative is, okay, then those people go get jobs in the business world where they can make that kind of money, and then how much is raised? Yeah. Right? So maybe, yeah, maybe you you paid Joe Smithers a million dollars because he brought in 10 million to a certain charity that that helped and and promoted goodness. So he gets a million dollars, and you said, he shouldn't be earning a salary that high. So he says, fine, I'm not doing it anymore. And so the next year they bring in 900,000. Whereas previously they had 9 million to work with. Yeah. Who's better off? Pretty wild, huh? I mean, what are we rewarding? Yeah, I know. What behavior do we want? Right? Right, no, yeah, I, I see it. And it's, it's hard because, because where you draw the line, I mean, it's hard. Yeah. Because, because yeah, no... Uh, Actually, some people do complain about how much athletes make. And and do, I've had yeah. this discussion with my wife before because she says, hey, well, how come girl athletes don't make as much? I said, well, the whole point is how much money are they bringing in? Right. For some reason, and I don't know why, but female sports don't bring in as many sponsors, as many viewers. 
And because of it, they don't get paid as much. Well, here's why. You want to hear it? <laughs> I don't know if you want to hear it. <laughs> My sexist response? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Go for it. Why? <laughs> okay. I just saw. I saw a very funny YouTube where this guy goes up to college-age girls and is asking them, Hey, do you think WNBA players should be paid as much as NBA players? Of course. Yeah. Absolutely. Equal. Oh, cool. What's your favorite WNBA team? None of them could answer <laughs> No way, no way. Yeah, none of them could answer it. So sports is a very typically male endeavor, right? Now, I have a daughter who's in soccer, and I think women need to go for sports, and I like that they have their own category to go to. Yeah. Here's the thing. On that end, most male sports are just it, – it's a male activity. And so we watch other males play it for the most part. Women don't typically turn on the TV to watch basketball or to watch football <laughs> or to true. watch soccer. Yeah. Women turn on the TV and they watch other types of shows, whether, you know. HGTV. Yeah, HGTV or something. I don't know. But they have different interests. Most women like romantic comedies. Dudes like action. action. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so there's different interest level. Yeah. And so – for females to get more attention and bring in more money for female sports, more females need to be watching it. But if they're not interested in it, you know, they're not going to. Yeah. Are you going to expect the the men to watch it? No, we're watching our men's sports. <laughs> so I think of this because... So it's just different interests is all it is. And, and, and I don't say that one's better than the other. I'm just saying that, hey, biologically, men are more into competition than women are. So it just makes sense that we're going to watch that over female. Right. And you look at, I mean, going back to my first point, every sport's paid different. Football players are paid different from baseball. They pay different from hockey and soccer. Yeah. And and in reality, it's it really comes down to well, because at least in Phoenix, basketball is is huge. Yes. Everybody loves basketball. Everybody loves football here, Phoenix, too, by the way. Phoenix Suns um, are the Arizona's original team, right? Yeah. But it, it comes down, it really does come down to sponsors. It comes down to viewers yeah. um, and support. For example, soccer players in the United States, professional soccer players, do not make as much as professional basketball players. They don't. Right. Is that because they're valued less? No, it's just not as many people watch soccer. They don't make However, sense. overseas, they the soccer players make way more. Right than the basketball players because people value that sport more or watch it more. It brings in more sponsors. Which, whatever. which also is why uh, WNBA NBA players, they'll go play basketball overseas because uh, on the off-season because they make more money going and playing in a different, in a different league. Yeah. Women's basketball makes more money in a different country than the United States. And so they'll go both. Yeah. That was a Brittany Griner thing. She was over there playing basketball because that's how they make money. They make more money in different areas. Yeah. That sucks, man. Her whole situation. The whole thing sucks. That's I know. terrible, man. It is. It's bad. So but, I want them to make good money. And if you're not bringing in as much, you you know, there's not as much to give around. Right. It's kind of interesting. It is interesting. It is interesting. But you brought up a, you brought up a, a, a good point, though. I don't remember what point you brought up. You brought up a good point. <laughs> we got to get more women watching women's sports. Then they'll make yeah. more money. Yeah. 
sit down and watch a WNBA game, ladies. Here's what's crazy. You know what? Let's go on this route because because uh, the Marvel movies, yeah, those bring in so much money, and they are horrible movies. <laughs> we all know the end. <laughs> we all know the good guys are gonna win. Like, there's no doubt about it. The good guys are gonna win. I was so glad in that one Marvels one where where Thanos actually beat him. You like that? I was like, yes, finally a bad guy wins. That's messed up, dude. Well, can't believe you'd be cheering for the bad guy. I was cheering for him because finally the bad. I like it when the bad guys win. Finally, <laughs> because it's finally no, a change. I want a movie where I know the good guys win. That's terrible. So, I like the endings. <laughs> so those movies are. What, let me get, be honest with you. Those movies are bad. We all know they're all the exact same boring. Yeah, I I am not caught up on my Marvel movies. That well, is, they're all sure. the same. Every because after a while, I'm just like, okay, they're the same. They're gonna have some sweet action, and then right, you're there's right. some drama, there's some love, and then there's fighting, and it's all the same. The good guys win. Yeah, but people, that's a money maker. People watch it, and so they keep making them. That's why they keep. That's why they made ten Fast and Furiouses. People kept going and supporting it. <laughs> Those I don't are good know why, movies, man. Who's supporting it? My wife wouldn't watch those after that one guy died, Paul Walker. Oh yeah, Paul Walker. That was yeah. a sad day, man. Yeah, that was a bad one too. What's cool is he died doing what he loved, but at the same time, it's not good that he died. No, it's I mean, not good. It's not good that anyone dies, but it's kind of like see, it's like you want to die that way quick, doing something you love, but not when you're thirty. Something. Not when you're young. You're, you want to do it when you're like ninety. It, it goes back to the the, uh, the crocodile guy. Um, Oh yeah, crocodile. Um, I forget. Crocodile his, hunter. Yeah, I forget. Uh, his Steve name. Irwin. Yeah, Steve Irwin. How he got? He got. You know, again, doing what he loved is how he died. Yeah. But at least it's that versus like, <laughs> like what if he just like had a heart attack one day? It would stink. Yeah. You know, but at least it was out doing something and he, being active in what he loved to do. My sister in law says. Well, he kind of deserved it, didn't he? <laughs> I was like, I don't think deserves the word you're looking for here. I mean, he didn't deserve to die. But, yes, it's not, I mean, being out there among nature, right. I mean. It could happen. Yeah, it could happen. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and, and not to take lightly of any of these deaths, but no. it is nice to see, you know, again, being in, involved well, that's another in something love at the time. I think we're very far removed from death in our daily lives. Like, when was the last time someone you know died? Um, pretty recent. Yeah? Yeah. Within the last year. Within couple, the last yeah. year? Did you go to their funeral? No, I don't go to funerals. You don't go to funerals I ever? I don't go to oh any gosh, funerals. Oh my gosh, you gotta go to funerals, I only go to close family members. I don't go to funerals. They bother me. So, like, the last funeral I went was my grandpa died. Okay? But he was old. And it was still super sad. But I don't experience that regularly. Yeah. Whereas people used to experience it regularly. So we're very far removed from death. So so anytime we talk about it, I think it just adds to another level of anxiety that our society deals with a lot of anxiety as it is. But, it, I mean, we all die, man. It's part of life. And I think there's, there's some value in being able to accept that and some value in being able to, to talk about it openly. Yeah. But it is sad sometimes. I mean, when you you know somebody you love has passed away, it's sad. Every single one of us is going to die. But we're all going to die. Kind of a morbid thought, huh? It's pretty wild, huh? Yeah. One way or another, whether it's And it feels like we're going to live forever. Like, I don't live my life thinking, hey, I'm going to die. Right. Although I hear that might be a good philosophy. Maybe, maybe <laughs> you should. You enjoy it more. You get less frustrated. You're like, ah, oh, eh, I could die. Eh. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy my time with my family a little bit I'm more. Enjoy this cheeseburger, you know. Yeah. If it kills me, whatever. I enjoyed it. Take Tasted on a little good. bit of stoicism. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's that balance, right? Yeah. Between realizing, yeah, you're gonna die, and not just uh, eat, drink, and be merry. <laughs> right. Right. You're gonna die. Live a good life. Be kind. Um, but realize you can die at any moment. It's yeah. true. For sure, dude. And you never know. I mean, that's the, the, the people who die at our age. It's it's very to me. It's a shocker. It and is a shocker. To them, it's it? it's a shocker because the ones that I can think of are are sudden. Something just happens, and it's like wow. Like within weeks, yeah. Something health wise just happens, or or a car accident, or something tragic like that. And that's why it's crazy to just enjoy every day because you just don't know. You don't. And that's you know we're young. We're in our late thirties. But it's just crazy how many people that I know who are, you know, from the time I was 20 to now who have passed away um, in that age range. It's just wild. It is wild. It's crazy to think about. Yeah. It does feel young. And it does, especially when somebody's young and they pass away, it, it is shocking. For sure. That's when it's just like, dude, am I next? Yeah. yeah. And no one's going to go to my funeral. I already know that. And, and that's I'll fine. I'll go, dude. I don't even care. I'll go. Yeah, I'll go. I don't even think we're going to have one. I told Candace, I said, I don't even I mean, want my body bear. Have like pizza or something. Like, you got to bring in some food to get people to the funeral. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, right? I, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anyone there. You want like a celebration of life? No. I, no? No. Yeah, just let him have go. Have a party before yeah, you go? Just think about him. Oh, like, yeah, hey, I'm feeling kind of weak this doesn't... week. Let's have a party. I might be gone on Friday. <laughs> yeah, that's when you should do it. <laughs> Throw the party, then die, and then no funeral. Just. We threw the party already. He was there. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> if we only knew the date we were going to die, then we'd just throw the party. I don't think I would like that, though. <laughs> I would spend all my time thinking, how can I prolong this? How can I change it? <laughs> it gets tattooed on you at birth. Like, this is the date you're going to end. Um, uh, that would be kind of wild. on such and such You know what? Date. And that wouldn't be a good thing because, yeah, it would probably create some a uh, lot of anxiety amongst people. <laughs> Like crap! I only got two years left. What am I gonna do? Yeah, that'd be weird. Huh? Oh, that'd be a weird thing to know. Yeah, I don't think I would like knowing. Although some people might like it. No, it's kind of fun not knowing. It's that it's that yeah. excitement. It's like I don't know if the zombie apocalypse is really gonna happen. I hope it does. <laughs> you yeah. hope it does. Yeah, I always think, man, it'd be so awesome if all of a sudden zombies people start turning into zombies. But you know, it might not happen. No, might not. Well, we got on a weird topic, man. A little weird tangent today. Yeah, jumped around, yeah. But anything else we need to discuss before we end this thing? No, this has been good. I think we've solved a lot of problems. <laughs> we, yeah, this is the problem-solving podcast. Arizona's finest. Arizona's problem-solving. Finest. That's right. Come back next week. <laughs> if you hate any of my opinions, just email Jared. <laughs> Peace out.